Ah, Paris. Jeeves! I have emerged from the tub. My congratulations, sir. I shall disregard your tone. As I was saying, I have emerged from the tub positively overflowing with joie de... something or other. Joie de vivre, sir. Translating to joy of living. That's the stuff. Jeeves, lay out my most rakishly continental apparel suitable for bohemian revels. I've already done so, sir. Excellent. Jeeves, I intend to take Paris by storm. Artists Ensemble Theatre presents Mysterious Journey, Theatre for the Mind. This episode is the first of a two-parter, The Rummy Affair of Biffy from the pen of P.G. Woodhouse. Bertie Wooster's pal Biffy is in a pickle. Fortunately, there is Jeeves. A Mr. Biffin rang while you were in your bath, sir. Good old Biffy. In Paris? So I apprehend, sir. What on earth is he doing here? I could not say, sir. I've laid out your light grey tweed suit. Fine. Amazing how when one is abroad, one is forever running into chaps one knows. Good old Biffy in Paris. Extraordinary. Indeed, sir. Sleeve. Biffy fled the city for country living, oh, more than a year ago. There was a time when Biffy and I were lads about town together. I could tell you tales. Best not, I think. I should advise against it, sir. Other sleeve? But then his elderly godmother popped off and left him a place in Herefordshire. An event both tragic and fortuitous. Exactly. Biffy's been living the life of a country gentleman ever since. I should advise the blue silk tie. Right-o. I wonder what brought Biffy to Paris. I fear he did not confide in me, sir. Jeeves. Sir? Do I detect a light frost in the air? Sir? Don't keep saying sir in that manner. There was a distinct tone in your voice just now. You... surely you don't dislike good old Biffy? It is hardly my place to express an opinion, sir. (gasps) You don't like him! I can scarce credit my ears. Everyone likes Biffy. If you say so, sir. I bally well do say so. Where's he staying? The Hotel Avenida, sir. He mentioned calling round this afternoon. If he calls while I'm out, ask him to wait. Yes, sir. Jeeves, my chapeau. In your hand, sir. So it is. And my... Your cane, sir. Perfect. Au revoir, Jeeves. Paris, Bertram Wilberforce Worcester is here. Bertie! Biffy! What ho, what ho! Thank God! Don't leave me, Bertie. I'm lost. Ease up. You'll wrinkle the sleeve. What do you mean, lost? I came out for a walk and... and... Yes? After a bit, I realized I had no idea where I was. I've been wandering in circles for hours. Why didn't you ask the way? Can't. Why? Don't speak a word of French. Why not call a taxi? I left all my money in my room. You could have hopped in a cab and paid when you reached your hotel. No good. Why? Can't recall the name of the hotel. And there, ladies and gents is Charles Edward Biffin, in a nutshell. I'd give a shilling for the name of that blasted hotel. Hand it over. Oh, you've no funds. You owe me. Hotel Avenida. Bertie, that's positively uncanny. How did you know? You told Jeeves this morning when you rang. So I did. I forgot. You know Biffy, and my Aunt Agatha will bear me out here. I'm no mastermind. But next to you, I'm one of the world's premier thinkers. I know. Buck up. Look, here's one of those sidewalk cafes. Let's have a drink. Left on my mind. I'll buy and send you back to your hotel in a cab after. Thanks, Bertie. 
Cheers. Now, what on earth brings you to Paris? Came here to forget. Job well done. Don't be funny. I'm heartbroken. I'll tell you the whole story. No need. Last year, I got a notion to do a bit of salmon fishing in the States. Waiter! If this is going to be a fish story, I require more wine. On the liner going over to New York, I met a girl. Bertie, there are no words to describe her. Just as well. Her name was Mabel. Even her name sounds like divine music. Does it? Yes. Every evening, Mabel and I strolled on the deck after dinner. Just look at those stars. Gorgeous. Topping, do tell me more. Are you really on the stage? Well, sort of. How do you mean, sort of? Might I have seen you in anything? Oh, no. I've only played very small roles. Mostly I've done some modelling for a London dressmaker. Occasionally I pose. Pose? For artists. Not really. Yes. I'm in three, no, four paintings hanging in galleries right now. My godmother used to drag me to galleries. By Jove, I should have paid closer attention. So, were you one of those nymphs wearing, uh, floaty scarf thingies? Possibly. Though I'm usually hired as a shepherdess. Oh, one chap painted me as an angel in a sort of mural thing. Bang on the mark, if you ask me. (laughs) Go on, you're teasing. Anyway, I saved up for my boat fare, and now I mean to give New York a try. I've no doubt you'll take the city by storm. I'll be happy just to earn my living. Uh, Tell me more about your farm. Awfully jolly place. Cows, you know. Pigs. Um, sorry, I'm rotten at describing things. Did you always want to be a farmer? Never dreamt of such a thing. But my godmother, grumpy old gal, I always thought she loathed me. She left me a place in her will. No doubt she secretly adored you. She hid it well. But it's an awfully jolly place. Oh, I said that. Um, it's got a pond. Charming. More of a lake, really. With a boathouse. Is there a garden? Heaps of them. One's all roses. One's all shrubbery shaped like fantastical beasties. Oh, there's this maze thingy that I mostly avoid because I always get lost. On a farm? I suppose it's more of an estate, really. You... Biffy, you're not, by any chance, the richest man in England. Oh, no. Gosh, no. (laughs) Not even close. (laughs) I was joking. Fifth, I think. Maybe fourth. Oh. You don't mind, do you? Oh, no. You do remember that my father is a milkman in Clapham. Sorry, drop the bottle. A milkman in Clapham? Either Clapham or Crinklewood. One of those. At any rate, he's a milkman. Either that or he has a boot shop. The point is... Oh, there's a point? Yes. She springs from respectable middle-class stock. The sort of wife to make any man proud. Whose wife is she? No one's. I'd hope she'd be mine, but I lost her. Lover's quarrel? No, I mean I literally lost her. How? The last time I saw her was in New York. We were held up at customs. We found ourselves behind a pile of trunks, and I'd just proposed... You proposed behind a pile of trunks? Yes. Do keep up. Waiter, another round. I know I'm not, and you're so... I mean, I feel... But you probably... Still, if you think you could bear it... Yes! Yes, really. To be absolutely clear, you'll... Marry you? Yes, of course I will, Biffy. Darling. Hey, you. Your name Biffin? That's right. 
And you are... Customs. You need to come with me. Nonsense. Go away. Darling... Hey, it's not a request. Is something wrong? Cigarettes hidden in the bottom of his trunk. Is that where they are? I wonder... Cigarettes which you, sir, failed to declare. Did I? Terribly sorry. Clean forgot. You see, I... This way, sir. Oh, Biffy! A tiny misunderstanding, dearest. I'll wait for you. No, no, it's late. You go on to your hotel. I'll come by late... This is gonna take a while. Tomorrow... I'll come by tomorrow and take you to lunch. Come along! All right. Tomorrow, darling. Stop dragging your feet! I adore you! My good man, kindly remove your hands! go of that pillar! Goodbye, Biffy! Farewell, sweetheart! Have another drink. I never saw her again. You mean she wasn't at the hotel? Probably she was, but... You don't mean you never turned up? Do stop telling me what I mean and what I don't mean. I shall get muddled and have to start all over. No, (laughs) don't do that. What happened next? By the time I'd done a good hour of heavy explaining to a lot of highly skeptical customs officials about those dratted cigarettes, I'd clean forgotten the name of her hotel. She was gone, and I'd no idea where. Didn't you inquire? Couldn't. Why not? I'd forgotten her name. Oh, dash it, Biffy. That's too thick, even for you. I know. How could you forget her name? You just told me it was Muriel. Mabel. Her name is Mabel. Of course I remember the Mabel part. It was her surname I forgot. I racked my brain. And? Nothing. Finally, I gave up became a broken-hearted shell of a man. Hathamo, you must have told her your name. Certainly. She's got my name and my address. Not a word from her. So, when you never turned up at her hotel... You believe she... Thought you were a heartless cad who trifled with her? Of course she did. Of course she did. Oh, I'm an atlepated twit. True. You're clever, Bertie. What should I do? First things first. Let's try and heal the wound. Dinner tonight? No good. I'm leaving on the four o'clock train. I have to meet some pompous old fool who's nibbling at my house in Herefordshire. Don't tell me you're selling the place. Thought you liked it. I did. But since losing Mabel, I can't stomach banging about all alone in that enormous house. So when Sir Roderick Glossip... Sir Roderick Glossip? You... you don't mean the loony doctor? I think he goes by nerve specialist. Why, do you know him? Good lord! Why, Bertie, you've gone pale. You... are you shivering? Biffy, old man, I was engaged to Glossop's daughter for nearly a week. The longest week of my life. The memory still makes me queasy. He has a daughter? An utter terror of a daughter. It's a harrowing tale to begin. Not now, Bertie. I've got to pack and catch a train. Thanks for the drinks and the name of the hotel. Wait, what was it again? Avenida. Right. Taxi! And after I'd listened to every word of his tedious tale. There's gratitude for you. I saw Biffy into a cab, gave the driver the direction and the fare, and off he went, the silly prat. Ten days later, I got a nasty shock as I was lounging in bed, sipping my morning tea. The London papers have arrived, sir. Ah, thank you, Jeeves. Idly, I scanned the news when an item leapt up and hit me squarely in the eyeball. Jeeves! Sir? Listen, an engagement is announced between Charles Edward Biffin, only son of late Mr. and Mrs. E.C. Biffin of Mayfair, and Honoria Jane Louise Glossop, only daughter of Sir Roderick and Lady Glossop. 
Great Scott! Jeeves, you recall Miss Glossop? Vividly, sir. She is now engaged to poor half-witted Biffy. So I apprehend, sir. And without another word, he vanished. He does that. Sort of silently shimmers out of the room without a ripple. Jeeves' callous disregard for poor Biffy was... I mean to say, it wasn't as if Jeeves didn't know the Glossop horror. Honoria was one of those robust girls. Muscles like a welterweight, laugh like a squadron of cavalry charging over a tin bridge. The feeling that overcame me seeing that engagement notice. Picture, if you will, a chap innocently strolling through the jungle with a boyhood chum, only to come face to face with a tigress. The chap shins up a tree only to look down and witness his pal disappear into the slavering jaws of the creature. Prayerful relief, seasoned by a dollop of horror and a pang of pity. The thing that shocked me most was Jeeves' frightful lack of sympathy. The fellow returned at that moment. I say, Jeeves. Sir? Are you quite sure you caught the name? Mr. Biffin, good old Biffy, has been condemned to wedded bliss with Honoria Glossip. Yes, sir. Which suit would you wish me to lay out this morning? Jeeves. I am deeply disappointed. I'm terribly sorry, sir. The blue with the red twill. Very good, sir. A week later, I was back in London. I'd scarcely gotten settled when Biffy blew in. His face was stunned, glassy. I'd seen that face before, in the mirror, during my engagement to the Glossop Pestilence. Well, well, Biffy, old man... Congratulations? Thanks. I say, Bertie. Yes? Is it true? What? That you were once engaged to Honoria? It is. How, I wonder, how did you get out of... That is, what was the nature of the tragedy that prevented the marriage? Biffy, old egg. Man to man. Do you want to oil your way out of this? Bertie, old cork, I do. How the dickens did you get into such a pickle? No idea. How did you? Just happened. The same. Besides, what does it matter how it happened? It did. I'm in the soup. What I need to know is, what's the procedure? For edging out, you mean? Yes. Bertie, I can't go through with it. I mean, marvellous girl and all that, but have you heard her laugh? I have. What do I do? The loony doctor is the key. Sir Roderick came to give me the old once-over having heard a rumour about insanity in my family tree. Is there? Just the usual. An uncle who thought he was a rabbit. It was all Jeeves. He managed to convince Sir Roderick I was off my onion. And hey, presto, no more engagement. That sounds... Oh, blast. What? No insanity in my family. None at all. Of all the rotten luck. The old boy's lunching with me tomorrow, no doubt to test me as he did you. And I never felt saner in my life. Look here, Biffy. What if I were to roll up for that lunch? Could you? Would you? Awfully sporting of you, Bertie. Not at all. Meanwhile, I'll consult Jeeves. Yes, please do. Jeeves is a marvel. All brain, that fellow. Feeds entirely on fish. After that, Biffy pushed off and I went to seek out the fellow with the bulging brain. Oh, Jeeves? Sir? I've just been having a rather painful interview with Mr. Biffin. Indeed. I laid it all out, and as I did... I actually saw Jeeves freeze up. As a rule, when I confer with him, he's all sympathy and bright ideas. Regretfully, it is hardly my place to intervene in a private matter. Since when? I could not possibly take such a liberty. Right. Cards on the table, Jeeves. What have you got against Biffy? I, sir? You, sir? I assure you, sir. Very well. If you heartlessly refuse to help Biffy, I can't compel you. 
But let me tell you this. I am going to do some very tense thinking. Are you, sir? Yes, I are. Am. And won't you look silly when I extract Biffy from the soup without your assistance? Yes, sir. Shall I bring you a whiskey and soda? No. Coffee. Black. And if anyone calls, tell him I can't be disturbed. Very good, sir. A solid hour of unaccustomed mental gymnastics followed. At the end, I summoned Jeeves. You rang, sir? Yes. Kindly call Mr Biffin and say that Mr Worcester presents his compliments. Then deliver the following message. Got it. And is that the entirety of the message, sir? Yes. He'll know what it means. Very good, sir. Next day, I strolled round to Biffy's London flat, feeling quite pleased with myself. Bright ideas that strike in the night often look distinctly less fruity by light of day, but this looked as good at breakfast as it had at dinner. I'd recently acquired a charming little gadget, real pip. It was a flower with a hidden bulb attachment, which, when squeezed, shot a good pint of water into the face of any chump who was fool enough to lean in for a sniff. I knew it would come in handy one day. Well, your message said got it. What have you got? Buck up, Biffy. No need to go green about the gills. Can you blame me? Sir Roderick is due for lunch at any moment. What did Jeeves suggest? Jeeves didn't suggest anything. But you, you... My dear Biffy, Jeeves isn't the only thinker in the Worcester home. I have taken charge of your little problem. You... Me. Biffy, you old can of fruit, are you fond of flowers? What? Smell this. What the deuce? Just do it. The flower squirted like a champ. Oh! Biffy uh, leapt three feet in the air and smashed a small table as he came down. Oh. <laughs> Have you gone balmy? Calm yourself. That was no mere jest. It was a demonstration. Take this flower, Biffy, and at the first opportunity, shove it in Sir Roderick's face and squeeze. I guarantee, three seconds later, you will no longer be engaged. Are you seriously suggesting I squirt Sir Roderick? Absolutely vital. Squirt as you have never squirted before. But that's him, and I'm drenched. Talk to him while I change my shirt. While Biffy's man answered the door, I had just enough time to refill the bulb and shove the squirting flower next to Biffy's plate. Good afternoon. I trust I am not Worcester. What ho, what ho. Been some time, eh? Biffy invited me for lunch. Are you a friend of Charles Edward Biffin? Oh, rather. Been pals for years. I could see Biffy's stock plummet. Sir Roderick's eye fell to the floor, which was strewn with bits of broken table. Was there an accident? Nothing serious. Old Biffy had some sort of fit or seizure and smashed the table. A fit? Or seizure. Hello. Hello. Uh, here I am. <clears throat> How are you, sir? Biffy's hair was sticking up and his eyes were panicky. He looked utterly demented. My master plan was going swimmingly. The meal was a complete frost. Biffy contributed nothing beyond the occasional hiccup. Sir Roderick spent his time glaring at me. Fortunately, the second course was a chicken fricassee of such excellence that the crusty old fellow became almost mellow. My dear Charles, I am here this afternoon on a mission. Oh? Yes, a mission. Oh, this, by the way, is excellent chicken. So glad. Well, as I was saying, I am here on a mission. By this time, I was ready to fall on my fork. Far too many young men today are content to live in this magnificent metropolis while remaining blind and indifferent to its marvels. 
Um... At this moment, not 20 minutes away by car, is the Great British Empire Exhibition, a highly educational collection of objects drawn from all corners of the world. Have you seen the exhibition, Charles? Um, no. I suspect it as much. <laughs> uh, that is my mission today. Honoria wishes you to view the exhibition, and I agree. We set forth this very afternoon. What fun! Uh, you'll come too, won't you, Bertie? Me? Say yes, old Bean. <laughs> I mean it, say yes. His eyes held such agony that I could but nod. After all, a pal is a pal. We must not trespass on Mr. Wooster's good nature. No, no, quite all right. Been meaning to pop by the old exhibition. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll slip home, change, and pick you up here in my car. I suppose that will serve. And then, by Jove, Sir Roderick spotted the flower by Biffy's plate. Ah, a boutonniere. Oh, charming. Pleasing to both the eye and the nose. The moment was at hand. I caught Biffy's eye. It was bulging. Are you f fond of flowers, Sir Roderick? Extremely. C care to have a sniff? I held my breath. Sir Roderick dipped his head and sniffed. Biffy's fingers closed over the bulb. I shut my eyes and clutched the table. Will Bertie's master plan work? Will Biffy find courage to squirt? And why, oh why, does Jeeves refuse to intervene? These answers and more will be found in part two of The Rummy Affair of Biffy, debuting March 23rd. The Rummy Affair of Biffy features David A. Gingrich as Bertie Wooster, Gary Wingert as Jeeves, Charlie Raceman as Biffy, Savannah Bay Strandon as Mabel, and Stephen F. Fertile as Sir Roderick. While stages around the world remain dark, Artists Ensemble Theatre is producing theatre for the mind. If you can, please consider donating to AET, or better yet, become a patron by pledging monthly. Learn more at artisansemble.org. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>